Okay, so welcome to Black Hippie Lounge. I'm your host, Chanel, and today we have a guest, um, Joshua. So he's going to talk about, um, well, the topic is taking a risk to follow your dreams. So um, yeah, we're just going to talk about what it means to follow your dreams and the path that Joshua has taken um, for his success. So Joshua, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm really excited for this. No problem. So why don't you start off by telling us how did you hear about the Black Happy Lounge podcast and what made you agree to be a guest? Um, well, I've been a listener from the very beginning. I feel like I remember when you uh, decided you wanted to have your own podcast channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I tune in like for every episode. Um, it really helped me get through the pandemic too. It's like hearing every episode, um, even being with you for some things that would like go on and like hearing your side of it, um, like during the episodes, that was great. And then, yeah, in my head, I was just like, I can't wait for the opportunity to be (laughs) a guest on here. (laughs) And I feel like you and I talk so much already. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's great just to be here, you know, just to be up with you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, I feel like it's been a while that we've talked about like, okay, we're gonna get you on and now like we've finally been able to schedule. So definitely glad to have you on. Um, so can you tell listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so yeah, like you said, my name's Josh uh, Sutherland. Um, Joshua, if you know, any of my family's listening. <laughs> um, and I'm a musician. I've played piano for over 16 years. Um, while I was in school, I really got into sound design and post-production. And so I did a lot of keyboard programming for some uh, keyboardists who've gone on tour. Um, I've done some live programming, some live arranging, uh, some post-production work in film and television. And uh, that's kind of what got me to where I am today where I'm now music coordinator for a couple shows on HBO uh, that I can talk about a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, but that basically involves me helping pick music, clear music, um, <clears throat> work with some composers, some music editors, um, just to you know help elevate the show, um, elevate what you're watching through uh, the musical aspects of the show, I guess. That's dope. Um, okay, so you took a risk and you moved to Cali um, and to work for Spotify. Uh, HBO. HBO, my bad. Um, so how has that choice changed? Your, um, how has that choice changed your life and perspective of taking risks? Yeah, um, it was, honestly, I feel like that's one of the best risks that I've ever taken in my life. Um, moving out here um I don't regret a thing actually um for a while I was trying to figure out like what exactly I wanted to do um I'm 25 and so it's like you know I felt like for a while I had to have it figured out by the end of college I felt like I had to have things figured out and I feel like that's what a lot of people feel like the kind of pressure um that you have to have things figured out And so one thing that I thought um, I wanted to do, which was playing and performing, I realized that I didn't actually enjoy it as much as I did. Um, 
and I felt a lot of stress while I was doing it. Um, and so I was looking into different avenues and I got into sync. I did an internship at United Masters over the summer. And that's why I understood like, wow, there's another part to the music industry that I haven't explored um, that I would really enjoy working in. And with United Masters, if you look into them, they're partners with ESPN, with the NBA. Uh, they just rolled out that they're partners with uh, the NFL, which is extremely exciting. Um, I'm extremely happy for them. <laughs> um, and so I was on the sync team and I was helping pick music for some of like the NBA games that I was watching, uh, some NBA commercials. There was music that I picked and I was like, oh shoot, like, Sorry, I don't know if I could swear. Oh, okay, yeah. I, was, I would watch like an NBA commercial and be like, oh shit, I picked the music for that. Like, I know the artist that like I picked for this song. Like, I communicate with that artist, and now this artist is now blowing up. And that was me as an intern. Um, and so I was like, there has to be another step to this. Like, what? Like, what's the next level that comes after sync? Um, and I guess that's my own thought process as well. I'm always thinking like, what's better? Um, what's like the next level that I can get to? Mm -hmm. um, and so I was looking more into where sync, um, sync partners send their music to. And I noticed that we got a lot of briefs from music supervisors. I'm like, all right, what's a music supervisor? And um, I, was looking into music supervisors, realized that they're actually the ones picking music and clearing music for TV shows and films. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, wow. So how can I get here? Yeah. Um, and so I ended up getting in touch with a woman from HBO. And at the end of the summer, she offered me a position um, working for a TV show called The Idol, uh, which is starring The Weeknd, which will air uh, the end of this year. Um, and she was like, Hey, I really want you on this show. Um, and to be honest, we kind of went back and forth because I was like, Hey, I'm working for this company in New York. Um, and I think it's going really well. And she kind of put it frank to me in that you have to, um, you have to make a decision. Like you're at a crossroad, either you stay with, you know, the company you're working in, in New York, or, you know, you take a risk and you move to LA, you take this job, which is something you sound very excited about. Um, and I was like, all right, when it's put, when it was put like that, um, it's like, I, I have to do this. Um, it's like, this is literally a once in a, in a lifetime opportunity um, for me. So I was like, let me take this. Um, and I haven't regretted a thing. Um, I was able to work on a couple shows while I've been out here. Uh, I moved out here in October of 2021. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't regret anything. I think taking risk is like the best thing you could ever do. Right. A calculated risk, honestly. Right, right. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't just go jumping off a bridge, you know? Right. <laughs> No, that's, that's, that's great though. Um, I mean, just in the short amount of time, it sounds like you've done a lot of work. So that's great. Um, so how has your mindset changed since living on your own and how did you handle adjusting to the new life? Like the time change, new people, new job, all that. 
Yeah, um, my mindset has definitely uh, changed a lot. I feel like uh, I feel like I've matured more um, just within a short period of time. Uh, I lived at home throughout college, so I never had a roommate. I moved out here and I'm in a house with four other guys. We all get along. We all went to school together. Um, but even adjusting to that life, that was different. Um, being on my own grocery shopping uh, for myself, making sure that I wake up on time for work. All the stuff that I was doing at home um, back in Boston, it was fine. But the fact that now I'm living on my own, it's like, I really have to depend on myself. <laughs> if I don't get up, like, I won't get up, you know? Right. Like, it's up to me to set my alarm clock. I won't have anyone like, hey, Joshua, are you okay? Like, are you sick? And then, you know, I'm all flustered because I'm running late. Right. No, I could just sleep in if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. um, I think in terms of the time change, don't let anyone lie to you. They're like, if people tell you, oh, I can go to LA and like, it'll take me three days to adjust to the time change and then I'll be fine. No, that's a lie. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> it takes like a couple months to actually get adjusted mm. to the time change. You can come out here and visit for, you know, like a week or so. Like I, I did in high school, I came out here for like a week, came out here in college. Mm. And, you know, after like a day, two days, you get your jet lag over, then you're good. But your body, you may not know, but your internal clock is still operating on East Coast time. Right. And so when I came out here, I was like, oh, I'll be good. Like after my first week, like I'll be settled in. Nah, it took me a good month or so to adjust like my internal clock um, to like waking up when I'm supposed to wake up. Right. Um, yeah, the people out here, I would say everyone's nice. Um, and I think LA has a bad um reputation of people being fake yeah um frankly i think if you're good at you know reading people and reading energy mm -hmm. you can always point out those fake people but right. i think in la a lot of people really just want to collaborate mm -hmm. um and there are people who are out here who are clout chasers but you can kind of spot them a mile away um you know they're the ones who always have their phones out they're like always taking videos going to like the hottest spots and it's cool and everything i'm not dogging them by any means um but i think they're the ones who make la that fake artificial city um whereas like if you go out with a couple people you'll realize like everyone everyone's nice i think it's because of the sun um the weather <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like 85 degrees today um and you can't be upset in that type of weather when the no. sun's up. yeah <laughs> man i'm so jealous i wish 85 meanwhile it's like 55 here today Ooh. but anyway um <laughs> all right so Callie is known to have many dreamers who sometimes lose sight of their dreams or purpose how do you remain focused uh, I remain focused by surrounding myself with focused individuals. Um, I think I've really tried to surround myself 
my friend group, my work group, my family, like everyone that I, I feel like I'm close to is all very focused on like achieving their goals and helping others achieve their goals. <clears throat> and I think that has really helped me out a lot. Um, even when I like may feel down or I may feel like I just need a break from something. I know I can reach out to some of my family members. I can reach out to some of my friends. And they'll be like, yo man, it's all good. Like, what do you want to do? Let's try and recenter yourself. Um, and you know, like you can get back to it whenever you're ready, um, but don't lose sight of like your dreams and your goals. Um, and like, I see my family members, I see like my siblings, like they're all, focused on their goals they have things that they want to achieve and every time I have a conversation with them it's like they're achieving greater things than they even imagined um I see it in yeah like a lot of my close friends uh, some of my friends are in law school right now they thought like it would take forever for them to get to law school and now they're doing their thing um and I mean even my roommates uh, they're all focused on achieving their goals. And so I think just surrounding yourself with people um, who are very focused really helps out. But then also knowing for yourself, like you have to be focused as well. I knew for me, I had to get in a routine. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been waking up at like 6 a.m., 6.15 uh, to go to the gym in the morning before work. And I think that has really helped me out. I. I think that's the best type of uh, energy boost that I've gotten ever in my life. Um, I was a heavy coffee drinker, like drinking like four cups of coffee a day. Wow. Um, I would go to Starbucks. Yeah, I would go to Starbucks and get like three shots of espresso and a shot of coffee all in one cup, like shake it up, drink that, and then be on the go. Um, like energy drinks didn't do anything for me anymore because my caffeine tolerance was so high. Uh, but since I've like started going to the gym, it's become easier for me to feel energized throughout the day. And I mean, like some days I don't need that cup of coffee. Um, some days I really only need like a shot of espresso. Um, and so I'm trying out different things to really keep myself focused, um, keep myself um, thinking positively. Um, and yeah just being like just enjoying life honestly um i think that's the best way that i've found like how to be focused mm -hmm. no that makes sense um so what obstacles have you faced while in california and how have they helped you grow um obstacles definitely staying um it's funny because we were just talking about being focused. Mm -hmm. uh, I think being focused, there are a lot of distractions in LA. Right. Uh, when I first moved out here, there's literally something to do every single day. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the weekend starts on like Tuesdays out here. <laughs> like Tuesday through Sunday. And then Monday's a rest day and then people are back at it on Tuesdays. There are even some things on Mondays that I've gone to. But personally, I don't really think like a Monday is the best way to start off the week. Um, right. And uh, yeah, there are like distractions. There are, um, yeah, people like anything goes in LA. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. 
I kind of had an idea of that and people always warn me like, hey, you know, a lot goes on in LA. It's like being out here a lot definitely goes on <laughs> in LA. <laughs> like, you can get away with damn near anything out here. Um, and it's kind of scary because like, you know, coming from Boston, it, it is very structured. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize it until I left, but Boston is extremely structured. You know, people are on the road at a certain time in Boston. People are on the road all the time out here. Mm. Doesn't matter what time you leave, there's traffic. Um, also, there's really no real speed limit out here. Really? There's a speed limit, you know, obviously, but people drive however they want. <laughs> um, Interesting. And, yeah, it's kind of scary to be on the road. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting at first, you know? You're like, oh, shit, like, I can drive as fast as I want. Yeah. And then you start seeing all the accidents that happen. Mm. And I kid you not, every time I'm on the road, I see an accident. I could be going down the street to a Walgreens, yeah. and I see an accident happen. I'm just like, dang, these people don't know how to drive. Like, <laughs> um... So, like, there's so many distractions out here. Um, there are, I think, another obstacle that I've found is being myself and, like, being myself un- unapologetically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's easy to kind of conform to, you know, someone else's ways, um, especially being in the industry. It's very easy to get caught up in that you know, high life, I did this, I did that. Look at my resume, look at my social media page. Um, It's very easy to get caught up in that. And uh, I think, you know, knowing yourself is important. Um, Knowing like where you come from is important um, because you can lose yourself out here. Um, And I think me trying to stay as focused on my goals as much as possible has helped me to kind of um, ward out that demon, if you will, of let me conform to other people's ways. Um, I think that has, like, that's what's gotten me through it. Um, And, you know, checking in with my family, making sure that I'm good with my family. Uh, Another obstacle I would say is being far away from my family. you know, my roots are all in Boston. Everyone that I know is in Boston. I do have like a cousin out here. I have an aunt out here. Um, but ultimately, you know, all my siblings are out there. All my cousins are out there. Yeah. Um, my aunts and uncles, everyone is in Boston or at least on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to see everyone um, whenever I wanted. All my friends from like college from sixth grade are back home. Um, and so I think being out here has definitely been a challenge. Um, but I think also calling my family and staying in contact with everyone and finding different ways of staying in contact with them has helped out as well. Uh, like, you know, I know you and I, like, we send each other music yeah. like all the time. Right. And it's like, that's kind of a check-in. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know I can, I can hear from you because I know what you're listening to because mm-hmm. you'll send it to me. And honestly, Chanel, like, you're low-key one of the reasons that I got uh, one of my jobs. Um, because Yeah, because I'm like, yeah, I send, I have a group chat with someone. I, I talk to people all the time. We send each other music. Yeah. 
Um, and yeah, it's like, I think, I think my job with United Masters, uh, they asked me to put together a playlist um, of like new music that I'm listening to. And I knew right away I could go to our chat me oh, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally went to that chat because it was a Zoom interview. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, pulled up my messages yeah. and I was literally scrolling through our thread of yeah. like songs that we would send each other. And they were like, wow, yeah, that's great taste music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, yeah. <laughs> so low key, you should you should have probably gotten that job that you don't know. <laughs> no, that's what's up though. But that's that's definitely a good point that you made. Like you know, just finding ways to stay focused and keep in communication with the people that are around you that keep you you know on a good note. Um, pretty much, really, I feel like that's good wherever you live, but definitely where you are right now because it's so known to have like so many distractions and stuff so um so if you can tell us like what projects are you working on or what is next for you for this year yeah uh so this is exciting because i moved out here to work on the idol uh but certain things happened and i ended up being able to work on euphoria uh euphoria season two and uh, I was working on more like higher level stuff, just helping out um, my supervisor with uh, just keeping track of things, um, but also being able to see different cuts of the show, um, working with the sound designer for the show, working with the editorial team, um, just kind of having my hands in everything. Um, And that was cool because I feel like Euphoria in my opinion, Euphoria is the Degrassi of our time. Yeah, it's a big, yeah, it's a big show. <laughs> yeah, um, and so that was cool because I came out here to work on one show and she was like, well, this show's on pause, let's get you on this show. And it's like, just as great of a show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's Euphoria that aired. Um, right now, I'm working on uh, The Idol, which will air in... Uh, later this fall uh, later this year yeah Um, and that's starting the weekend I definitely recommend anyone to read up on it there isn't much information out about it Um, as the year goes on you're gonna hear more information about it Uh, but it's a great show (laughs) the editorial team is great post-production team is great Uh, the sound designers the music supervisors on that show are great um, and it's the weekend who's starring in it. So he's a great actor. Um, and a very, I think this role suits him very well. Okay. And then uh, the last show, which will be airing later on this year, um, around late spring, summertime. Uh, sorry, I can't give you guys like exact dates. Right. Um, but it's called uh, Rap Shit, which is an Issa Rae production. Um, yeah, so she's coming off of her, obviously, you know, she's coming off of uh, Insecure and she's helped produce Sweet Life. Um, but Rap Shit is like her next baby, in my opinion. Um, she's like, she's involved in the show. Um, and yeah, I'm helping out with the clearances on that. I'm really excited because 
one of the reasons I got into music supervision was because of Insecure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's such a Shazamable show. Right. Um, yeah, like so many artists got discovered from right. that show. I feel like every episode I was like trying to find music from there all the time. Yeah, yeah. And whenever they re- released the soundtrack, I was just like, wow, okay, this is all the music that was on there. Um, and so I've looked up to Issa Rae so much um and her music supervision team radio looked up to them when i was researching music supervisors um that like inspired me to pursue this career Um, like i saw their names and now it's like i'm working with them on this show um just within a little under a year um like now I'm working with them. Um, and so that's really great. I was on a call with Issa right. like a couple of days ago. <laughs> um, and so like, that was really cool. Um, I kind of wish I like shaved a little, you know, just cause like, you know. Wait, you didn't know she was gonna be on there? Yeah. <laughs> Not really. The first time I was on a call with her, she was like in the back um she was in a studio but this time like i guess she took the call from her house so it was just her face on the screen um and i got on literally i got on turned my camera on saw that she was on and i turned my camera off (laughs) (laughs) it's like like, oh shoot what (laughs) i've never felt like a fangirl before and that was the first time that i was like oh what (laughs) And I, I literally didn't say anything on that call. Like, I, I'm not in a place to say anything anyway, but man, when I tell you I made sure my camera was on mute the entire time, it was like, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to sound stupid. Yeah. Like, maybe I wish my voice was a couple of octaves deeper, you know? <laughs> but that's awesome, though. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure you'll, you'll have a chance to probably meet her in person anyway too so yeah that's the that's the hope that's the plan um but yeah those are the three main shows that i'm really excited about um and then just like a couple other things that i'm excited about i can't really share but um yeah this is turning out to be a great year so far yeah you're doing your thing um all right so can you tell listeners about the power of manifestation and what it means to you and how you used it to get to where you are today yeah that's a great question um i will say first i didn't really understand much about manifestation i grew up in church and you know you all would always hear like manifest manifest uh, manifest your love and i'm like all right but what is that um and it wasn't until like the pandemic honestly where it's like let me actually understand what manifestation is um understand like the power of it uh i think i've had conversations with you chanel about it um i've had conversations with like my siblings some of my friends like what is this thing that everyone keeps talking about and why is it so powerful um and so i decided to actually like take it seriously actually like try and manifest my dreams but i realized in order to do that i had to figure out what my dreams were um and i think once i figured out what my end goal was um 
after getting rid of all the distractions, after learning how to meditate, um, you know, take some negative energies out of my life. Um, I've learned that I can, I, I know what my dreams are um, and I'm ready to accept my dreams. I'm ready to accept my calling. Um, and I think manifesting is like accepting that, um, but then also speaking it into existence. Right. Um, that saying like faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, like you can, you can dream something, but you also have to go out and put in that work and effort right. uh, to make that dream come true. Um, and I think just like nonstop grinding has definitely helped me out with that. Um, I tried different avenues. I literally tried everything um, that I could in terms of working in the post-production field uh, in terms of like sound design, composition, uh, scoring, um, music supervision for like some student films. Um, And I feel like I tried everything. I knew what I wanted. I had an idea of what I wanted to do, but I didn't know how to actually verbalize it. Um, And then I realized once I was able to actually verbalize and point to that thing that I wanted, I had better direction as to where I wanted to go and how I could get there. Um, And even speaking with my mom, she would always say like, you know, you know, stay focused. Um, my dad would always stay like, stay the course. Yeah. I'm sure like, if you have any conversations with my dad, he'll be like, well, I'm glad you stayed the course. Stay right. the course. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I didn't know exactly what that meant until I realized like, I want to be a music supervisor. Like that's what I want. That is the coolest job in the world. I can have the best of both worlds. I can work in the music industry and I can work in the film and television industry. I'm literally the bridge between the two Um, and once I was able to realize that and say that for myself and not have someone else say it for me I knew like what I had to do and that's kind of like do anything to achieve that goal Um, I was on a call with uh, Misha Green was on a panel Uh, if anyone doesn't know her she was the creator of Lovecraft Country Um, and she said something very interesting she's like put yourself in danger i was like wow okay like what does that mean um and she kept talking about it and she's like you know i like people who put themselves in danger and it's those who are willing to take risk um those who are willing to follow their dreams those who are willing to go above and beyond what you ask for um in terms of like doing their job or you know reaching out to see if someone needed help um and I think that's that's all that all um, that's all the combination of you know like manifesting your dreams, um, believing in yourself, uh, believing in others. Um, I'm a firm believer. If you lift up, if you can't lift up your friends, then you can't like <laughs> you shouldn't be lifting up yourself. Right. Um, you should be cheering for everyone around you. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone wins, if your friend wins, then you win. Like, right. if if Chanel wins, Chanel told me she got a job. Yo, I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, yo, let's go. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, 
like my friend when she said she got into law school like we were all excited we were all like on the phone crying damn near yeah. um and it's like if you can't be that excited for your friends then why should anyone be excited for you why should you be excited for you mm-hmm. um yeah so that's kind of like my ideals on manifestation and believing in yourself yeah i um i like that put yourself in danger i, I never thought of it like that but it makes sense the way you know you said that so yeah definitely um manifesting is powerful so one last thing um what advice can you give to young listeners who have a dream but they're afraid to take the risk to accomplish it Hmm. i would say again uh putting yourself in danger um also accept the imperfections learn how to accept the imperfections i think that's really important um i think if you are able to uh let's see how can i phrase this it's like if you're able to understand that life is your own journey to go on um and you can't compare it to someone else then i think like your your dreams and your aspirations will kind of be easier to attain because you're no longer comparing yourself to someone else right um something i learned when like throughout the pandemic um even after things started opening up and when i came out here i was really trying to figure like why like why isn't this clicking for me how come um i'm kind of like comparing myself to other people and comparing my journey to other people if i'm being honest um especially in the industry because and in the age of social media i really feel bad for the younger generation um because social media is so prevalent in their lives right. i feel like um i was kind of able to escape it i can kind of like leave in between being on social media and not being on social media um but the younger generation it's just like they're on there all the time yeah um, and it sucks because you see people who are you know 20 years old 22 24 people who are 25 people who are like 18 with like nice cars these nice homes people are like oh i bought i bought this house at 18 um and then you start comparing yourself to that and whether you believe it or not i think deep down inside you do start to compare yourself to what you're seeing on social media yeah and it's like you're on there so much you have no other choice but to think how come i don't have this once you you know you see someone you see your friends buying a house at 20 years old you put your phone down you look around and you're in an apartment building and you're like well what the hell did i do wrong right right <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so i just think like comparison is really the killer of joy mm-hmm. like you have to understand like your journey is your journey that's one th- that's another thing my mom used to tell me or still tells me like your journey is your journey what god has for you is for you yeah. um and 
uh, that's something that I've had to accept. Um, and so for the younger generation, whether they're getting into the industry, they're getting into medicine, um, engineering, education, like whatever it is, um, they just have to understand like not everyone's journey is the same. You can't compare your journey to someone else's. Um, and also ask for help too. Yeah. I wouldn't be here if I didn't ask for help. There's no way anyone can do anything on their own. And anyone who tells you they did something on their own, in my opinion, is BS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At some point, everyone needs help. Um, whether you decide to accept that help or not, that's up to you. But like everyone needs help at some point. So yeah, really take advantage of the opportunities that you're giving, given um, utilizing all your resources. Um, also looking to those who may not do what you specifically wanna do, but those who have experienced life um, and those who are older than you. Um, because if people are older than you, nine times out of 10, they have more, they have a better understanding of life because of the mere fact that they've lived it longer than you. Right. Um, and you know, like, yeah, surround yourself with like very inquisitive people. I think that's another thing. Um, just like always asking questions, never accepting things for what it is. Right. Um, but questioning like, why is it this way? Um, like, why do I have to go about it this way? Uh, I think I ruffle a couple feathers sometimes because I'm always asking like, well, why do I have to do it this way if I know that we can do it a more efficient way? Right. Um, and I think that's, that may, you know, get some people upset, but, you know, I think efficiency is key as well. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of what I would say for that. Okay. Um, yeah, so definitely I feel like you dropped a lot of, a lot of gems. Um, some things I even, that I wrote down, definitely, um, like accepting your imperfections and putting yourself in danger and just, you know, your journey so far. Um, definitely thank you for sharing your journey and like your experiences so far. Um, you're only 25 and like you said the year still just started so you know you know you have a lot of things that you're gonna accomplish this year so you should definitely be proud of yourself um, for taking the risk and following your dreams where you are um, yeah so I feel like that's all I have so thank you for you know taking the time out to be on the podcast for sure um, do you want to drop your social media or anything for people to be able to connect with you yeah yeah my social media you can follow me on instagram follow me on instagram soundcloud um snapchat no. <laughs> um no i actually i don't have a soundcloud um but um yeah follow me on instagram at underscore black light um light is spelled l one ght um sorry underscore black light and then light is spelled l one ght uh, I'll, I'll tag him in it just yeah so. there we go there we go <laughs> um, yeah uh i'm always posting music send me music that you're listening to 
I appreciate it. Um, that's literally my job is to know like what's being put out right now. Um, and so, yeah, send me music, send me what you're listening to, send me TV show recommendations, movie recommendations. Um, if you know any spots in LA that you would suggest, yeah, send it my way. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, like I said, I will post Josh's um, Instagram so you guys can follow him and reach out to him. Um, like he said, he posts a lot of information about his job and stuff like that in music. So definitely follow him. Um, and thank you again for coming on the Black Hippie Lounge. Um, I'm your host Chanel and that's it. Meditate, manifest, invest in you. Join me on my spiritual journey as I elevate myself and like-minded listeners to a higher level mentally, physically, and spiritually. Thank you for listening. This is Black Hippie Lounge, and I am your host, Chanel.